welcome to 90s Horror, where I'm season three. I'm here with my co-host, Jonathan Moody. Hello, and what's your name? Oh, I'm Maddie. I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> it, it happens because I think you're still getting used to being the, ho- like the host of yeah, the episodes yeah. or whatever. But yeah, thank you. Uh, I welcome. love it. Thank you. Yes. So what movie are, are we going to be talking about today? We're talking about The Surgeon from, I believe, oh, I got my VHS handy. Might be backwards, but who cares? Uh, whatever. Uh, from, I believe, 1995? I believe so. I think that's what I read in the um, IMDb. Okay, 1995. And I got my cut box here, my VHS. Apex nice. One of my favorite movie companies. So, you know, uh, in 90s horror, we always start off with um, medical horror, which is yep. super fun. We've done Dr. Giggles, the dentist, and now the surgeon. Yeah, each season. The first season, I had you on, I think you. I think it was the first episode. Um, yeah. And uh, we were, I was, uh, um, or one of the first episodes or whatever. But anyway, but the point was that you, I had asked you uh what you you know would have done and i think we you just you uh, said dr giggles and you were not a co-host at that time and so i was like oh that would be fun (laughs) so we uh but then when you became the co-host you picked the dentist as your first one uh there because of the i guess you have a thing for this 90s medical horror i guess or medical horror in general i think it's really fun do you think, like, have they been doing any good medical horror lately? No, I haven't seen much lately. It seemed like kind of a, not a big subgenre of the 90s, but bigger than it is now, you know? I don't, can't even really think of much lately. Well, when I, when I looked up um the surgeon on IMDb, another surgeon, the surgeon, came up, and it was from 2022. I so, saw that. That came up. It's not a remake, is it? I don't think so. No, I think it's just a movie with the same title. Yeah, probably about another surgeon, but like a different, hopefully a different story. Hopefully they didn't rip off the idea, but uh, what is the story about? Uh, Well, basically, it opens up with uh, this uh, black and white kind of flashback, and this kid sees his brother get killed during surgery I believe it was his brother and um, then at flash forwards you hear the lollipop song which will be stuck in your head well I thought they were going to do something with that yeah you'd think they would because whenever I hear that song I think of this movie and actually it's been a while since I had seen it and I thought it did play more but no I guess it no it didn't because they, they played it once and then um later she mentions the lollipop song and so i said okay so that's how she's gonna distract him she's gonna play the lollipop song somehow you know or whatever and no it doesn't come (laughs) back which is sort of a a bummer maybe that's all i could afford to use that (laughs) the one time (laughs) like if you if you put it twice it costs too much for them (laughs) Uh, but um uh, then you flash forward to however many years later, and uh, this doctor returns, and 
you know, you're at a hospital, you got a great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Boyle from Everybody Loves Raymond and uh, Young Frankenstein, which I sort of forgot he was in this, to be honest. So, well, Peter Boyle was in Young Frankenstein and he was also in Kickboxer 2, which I have never seen. So. <laughs> well, it's you never seen either, or you've never seen Kickboxer 2. Oh, I've never seen Kickboxer 2. I've definitely seen Young Frankenstein. Yeah, he played uh, the monster, um, which is funny in itself because Peter Boyle doesn't strike me as a monster type, yeah. you know, actor. He's no Boris Karloff, in my opinion. He's, he's but <laughs> no. that's the point. He's goofy. Um, exactly. Um, Was that? Which, of course, works for Young Frankenstein. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, in uh, was it uh, Kickboxer too? He just, you know, I don't know how Albert Pune got him, you know, because that I mean that's a pretty big get, you know. Um, but he he got him to play. He was like the head of the Kickboxer Association or something, you know, or whatever his character was, and so it was kind of interesting, you know, to see him do that and then see him in this. And I and at first I didn't recognize him, like I didn't like it didn't put two and two together. To later, and I was like, "Oh shit, this Peter Royal." <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I wish he had a bigger part. I wish he had like... a big. I wish he had a bigger part in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't really much, <laughs> much they could do He's with just... the detective as, but uh, yeah. It's like, hey, we can get Peter Boyle. We'll have him play a detective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. You've seen this a lot, right? I I watched it a lot when I was younger. It hadn't been a while since I had watched it, so it was fun to read. Were you confused when you were little? I think a little bit. <laughs> I, I was I'm confused. So okay. So the <laughs> killer surgeon guy. Yeah. Um he he was the guy in the beginning. He saw his kid, his brother get, yep. you know, uh, the surgery gone bad or gone awry or whatever. And so I guess, like, I think in a way he wanted to become a surgeon, but he didn't necessarily go to medical school or something for it. Did he? I think he, he did, but he was doing, like, kind of experiments and stuff that wasn't um approved because he you know they talk about how they found his notes and maybe they were smart or whatever but um you know a lot of his experiments in which he you know cured people from diseases and stuff they died not long after so he keeps trying to keep kind of you know as kind of happens in other movies too, like Reanimator, you know, just like to compare where it works for a little bit and then things go bad and they keep pushing for it. That's kind of what the surgeon, Julian, that's his name in the movie. Julian, yeah. Different. Yeah. Um, it had a relationship with the main character, you find out later. Right. Um, and and honestly, I'm sure they were in school together. Um, but he had, you know, been doing things he shouldn't have been doing and trying experiments on people that he shouldn't have been experimenting on that the school didn't approve of. And that's why 
Or wait, he got fired from his job. He got fired. School, yeah. He I got don't know fired. About him going to school then. See, what I thought was that she brought him in because she read a thesis of his that was really good and showed that he had, you know, he had this talent for what he was doing. So yeah. that's how he got it. I didn't think he went to medical school or anything. Like he I wasn't just kind of assumed he went to school. I I think they it kind of described really it. Talk about it at all. Um, I just my biggest problem with this movie, honestly, is the fact that the the lead um guy the killer, you know, like okay, take take the movie like the dentist for example. Yes. That's he's the he's the main character, the dentist, right? Doctor Giggles, yes. he's the main character, you know, right? The surgeon is not the main character in this movie. Uh, he's he's third build, which means he's like basically a supporting character. He's a he's the lead villain, but he's not he's not the character, you know, the the main That's character. Sad. And they don't talk enough about I think his backstory. I mean, they do, but they don't. They try to kind of make sense of it, but it where it doesn't like um so he, he i wish they had done more with him i wish he had been the center of the focus of the movie instead of the girl like i like the girl and I, I'm, I would want her to still be in it be like his obsession or whatever with with him you know and stuff like that but like in a way she's just kind of in the way you know he doesn't he used to have a i guess they used to hook up you know and be in a relationship yeah. but then uh, I guess when he got fired, she kind of dropped him too, in a way, or something. Like, oh, hey, see ya. Sorry. Sorry yeah, well, you got fired, so. And <laughs> was there something about uh, him being a paraplegic or something? Or something happening to him and him using all this stuff to help himself out? Um, they, yeah. Well, they talk about how he fell out of, or I guess he jumped out of a window after he got fired, right? I guess I don't remember exactly that because it it kind of things get kind of explained, but it, it goes so quickly that I'm just like, yeah, I, I forget it Except later. He broke his back and he shouldn't have been whatever. So he's been using that serum or whatever he has on himself, just like it shows him when he breaks his hand or whatever. It's like healed after. So whatever right. super shit he's using on himself, he could be using for good, but instead he's using it, you know, as his, like, obsession to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, the obsession with, uh, I, I, I mean, I, with, I guess, continuing to be a surgeon, you know, I mean, it, it does sort of make sense when, if you get fired, and it was because of, I'm guessing it was Malcolm McDowell's character, um, I don't remember. Did he die in the movie? Did he, he take out? Died, yeah. Where did he die? He he was like doing some type of surgery, and uh, the girl and her boyfriend—I can't remember people's names except Julian—and I even just looked before this because I was like, "Oh, I call them by name, whatever." We'll call them the two main characters. They kind of go in to investigate or whatever, and then they find him hanging. I did not see that. I wonder yeah. if the, I wonder if because I did the YouTube, if they cut that out. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch it. On I think that's. I think that's it. I didn't see that. I didn't see him hanging. So I think that the YouTube 
video I did cut it out because um, it says it's this is an hour and 39 minutes, which is what the what the thing said. I don't know. I just I don't remember seeing that. So um, I was like, where is Malcolm McDowell for the rest of the movie? <laughs> I think yeah, I just. Yeah. OK, that makes sense now, because I was like, wait, um, I literally think something something crossed, you know, got messed up or something, because I remember that scene where they come in and they're spying on him and everything. Yeah. And then he uh, then he sees them or he sees he sees them for a second and then they hide and then he comes back and then he goes back to the to the stuff. But I don't remember. Um, and I'm sure they see him. I don't yeah. see. I don't think I saw that because I think I would have remembered <laughs> that. I would have been like, "Damn, I liked him." Because I, I love yeah, Malcolm McDowell. A, and Malcolm McDowell had a very short appearance, and he was like, a... he was um, he was so good because I, I see him in all these movies, and he's just he. No matter how small the role or whatever, he still gives one hundred and ten percent. Oh yeah, it. he's always great. Like. We were talking before I, I had a clip for TikTok that I made of us talking about the movie Croc and how like uh Michael Madsen just phoned it in in that movie. And Michael oh, Madsen yeah. just does that <laughs> for most movies these days, you know. Yeah. And Malcolm McDowell never phones it in. Like if yeah. you're if he he's gonna does. take a role, he's kind of like Michael Caine, even if he's gonna take the worst role like Jaws the Revenge. He's still going to be Michael Caine, and he's still going to do a great job. Malcolm McDowell's the same way. If Malcolm McDowell, no matter you know how shitty the movie, and in this movie is not shitty, but like you know, even if he was in a really bad movie, he would he would do a really good job. And this movie, I actually really enjoyed. Um, I I think I like Doctor Giggles and the dentist better. Oh, and I definitely. I think this is the weaker one because. I think the story, I think that's a little jumpy. Uh, it's kind of hard to follow sometimes, I think, with the back, like you were talking about. Well, I think it, it, it just it's too much that we just don't get enough of. Like, yeah, there's so much backstory that could have been explored had they pretty much got rid of okay my the one stuff i i could care less about is when he gets busted and goes you know and then gets run over by the car or whatever and oh, then yeah goes to the hospital and all that stuff if they got rid of all the hospital stuff and then just gave more backstory that we saw of the surgeon himself i think because we didn't and it the cop stuff didn't even make any sense what what cop like what police precinct or whatever you know station is going to allow a hospital to keep running even though there's a psychopath inside kidnapping and killing people like that just it doesn't make any sense you know like when you're a kid you don't care you're like ah cool blood guts exactly but when you're an older person you kind of like Blood gets great, but like I kind of want a good, better story, like something that actually makes more sense. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I can definitely agree with that. So, like I, a lot of it, the cop stuff, I think they, yeah, could have got rid of. 
I mean, it's okay. It, it it serves a purpose for like, you know, now we have guns and we can whatever. But like the worst part about horror films is you don't want guns in a horror film, you know, because a gun, you can just shoot somebody and they die generally. Yeah, yeah, that dude yeah. got shot like six or ten times. Like he should have been dead. Because in that room or wherever, I guess. I I guess I mean like invincible, but they don't even like they definitely talk about it, but they also don't even dive that deep into how he's basically like invincible for a while. Till I thought he was like trying to make sure, like because he died, and they even called it, you know, he was dead, and then he all of a sudden he, oh no no, even when that one time he like kills himself or whatever, and that goes dee 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 dee. And it was like flatline, the flatline. Then all of a sudden, like, you know, you kind of you know, they kind of cross over, and all of a sudden you see it go boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, wait, so he just brought himself back to life? So he's is he a zombie? Like, what is what is going on? And I guess it was like the idea that this whatever he did right there just made him impervious to death, but not forever. I don't think like he's not immortal. No, because if he was immortal, that'd be a boring killer. Because then I feel like as long as he can keep taking the stuff at the right time, that's right. why. Yeah, again, when she crushes it or whatever, and he can. Yeah. Um. So I have to ask. So you said you saw this when you were young. Now you watch it as an older, you know, older person. Do you like? Do you like it? better or do you do you like it a little less or the same probably about the same maybe a little bit less i think i might have enjoyed it a little more when i was here but i still think it's fun yeah i think it definitely has some problems but i do think i maybe enjoyed a little more when i was younger but yeah i think if i had seen this when i was younger i might have gotten into it a little bit more um and i can sort of see like especially like high school years i would have been like oh my god this and that would have been about the time 95 i was in middle school going on to high school you know soon so um probably around probably when i went to middle school high school you know probably on tv or something or was it on vhs i remember renting it from the video store now on tv it's funny because i think you grew up pretty much you're a little younger than me a little bit and so you kind of grew up on dvds more than vhs right oh uh, no i mean i rented a lot of vhs okay that's that's funny because i i i remember my video store that i used to work at stopped selling vhs about 2000 and i want to say five or so like there was a certain time period where we just we were just doing DVD because VHSs weren't, you know, cared about. I had like where I rented a lot of my stuff was at this place called Dead Tape Place. It was either that or a place called Video World. But that tape place had all like this weird stuff like that. Uh, that's where I rented, you know, Toxic Avenger, Classic Pie, you know, Killer Nerd, all that stuff on VHS. I remember seeing, um, Toxic Avenger on the USA Network back in the day, 
where they had that and they had the Revenge of the Nerds movies and stuff like I remember they had a big deal about it and you could watch Revenge of the Nerds 4 I think it was like the Nerds in Love but you could watch yeah, it in like some kind of like smell vision or something weird like that you know do you remember that at all no no not at all I'm just saying okay. that makes sense that's all but no yeah, I don't I remember I, I think it was before you were like old enough to like appreciate that stuff, you know? Yeah. So it was before then. And uh, I was just like, that's funny, you know, but I didn't watch it. Like I didn't really, you know, um, I was, I was a nerd, but I wasn't a nerdy nerd. Like I was, I was more of a movie geek and stuff. So, um, cause a nerd means you're smart. And I was not smart in school. Like I, got terrible grades and I, I all i cared about was going home and watching tv like um so no wonder i do podcasts on movies you know <laughs> uh nothing what nothing wrong with that mm -mm. no and I, I i that's the beautiful thing is you find like-minded people who all probably had that same thing where they just wanted to go home and watch tv instead of be at you know um be in their class, you know. Oh yeah, learning about math. Who cares about math? Yeah, where did that get us? Nah, all algebra shit. All this algebra. I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, who knows if I'll ever use algebra or not? But most, most likely not for whatever I'm doing. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Um, and you know that's what calculators and and the internet's for anyway. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I I you know I I liked the movie. Um, I didn't didn't love it. Um, I felt like it had a lot of cool stuff in it, and I wish, yeah, I wish they dived deeper into the backstory that we could see. You know, like instead of telling yeah. us everything, because like they always say, film is show, not tell. You know, yeah. that's very true. Because I'm kind of like, okay, now you're just trying to make sense of why this guy's here, you know? Um, but who my favorite characters were a lot of the uh a lot of the patients in the place. Like Belly, I think was her name. The one lady. Millie or something? Was it Millie yeah. or yeah. favorite character? What? She's one of my favorite characters. She's a lot of fun. Her real name is Mother Love. Mother Love. Uh, she was in uh, Kazam. That uh, Shaq movie. Holy shit. <laughs> so she was in that. She was in Mr. Nanny. With oh, Hulk Hogan. I haven't she's, seen that in forever. She's in Volcano. I used to love Volcano. Do you remember her in it? She was like a ticket a traffic cop in it or something. Not so much. It's been a long <laughs> time since I've seen that one as well. <laughs> um, she was in three episodes of the Torkelsons. Never seen that. You never have you have you heard of it? Have you ever heard of it or never? I don't think so, honestly. Uh, so back in the day, back in uh, ABC TGIF days, uh, TGIF was trying to have a different lineups all the time because TV shows were, you know, not coming in. And um the Torkelsons was one of them. 
And uh, and then I think it went on to the Disney Channel after that because ABC is owned by Disney. Um, but uh, it had the kid from Boy Meets World who was like the nerdy kid uh, in the first season who uh, his name his name is Lee Norris, but he played Minkus. I remember Minkus. Yep. Yeah. And Perfect. so Minkus what, had his own show. Like this was his show. And he kind of really? think he left Boy Meets. It's either he left Boy Meets. Yeah, I think he. Because what was it? He, oh, it was, bef- yeah. I think it was before Boy Meets World. It's been before. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. Is they they had a show that canceled after like one season or so, and then uh, they were like, "Oh, well, we still got a contract for him. Let's put him in this show for a little bit." And then he kind of disappeared. And I think like in the graduation scene. Like he shows up later, and the people are the like graduation episode, and they're like, "Oh, hey, Minkus, we haven't seen you in forever." <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's so funny. I remember Minkus from yeah early, but I do not remember the that TV sh- other TV show. Well, I think what happened with Minkus and why he had to leave was because he was sort of uh, there was two weird people already, you know, and Topanga and. Minkus. Yeah. No room for two weirdos. They had to have one, you know, so they wanted the girl, you know, because uh, uh, Topanga was never meant to be uh, a a main character on the show. She was a, she was just a weird character that they created that just people loved, and then it became, okay, now let's get uh, Corey and Topanga together. And... Yeah. All that fun stuff. And now Corey Ben Savage is running for Senate or Congress? House of Representatives. That's right. I didn't uh, even know that. House of Representatives for California. Yeah. So he's uh so if you were in California, which I'm not, but no no longer, but I, w- I was never a cit- like citizen of California, you know, I never fully got that over. But um if I had been I could have voted for, you know, and I was still there. I could vote for Ben Savage, which I would, you know, because um, I don't even care what his politics are. I want to fucking see Corey Matthews as the freaking um, House of right. Representatives because um, he's awesome. Um, so, yeah, it was like it would be like if Arnold Schwarzenegger was able to run for president, I would I would 100 percent vote for him, you know. I'm like, I want to see the fucking Terminator as the president. Like, we've already had him as a governor. Let's have him as the presidator. Presidator. (laughs) It's got a good ring to it. I won't lie. Uh, Yeah, I'd love it. And he would be great. But unfortunately, because he wasn't born in this uh, country and and you can't really change the Constitution as much as easy as it, you know, whatever. So it's one of those things where we're never going to be able to have Arnold Schwarzenegger as our president. But I think they joked about it in Demolition Man, right? Like it said, like Arnold Schwarzenegger as president, President Schwarzenegger or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You saw it, right? You saw that movie. Yeah, not in a while. <laughs> uh it was funny because they he it was Sylvester Stallone uh did that for Demolition Man because Schwarzenegger had Sylvester Stallone playing uh, the Terminator in the uh, Last Action Hero in the little um, 
what is it? Uh, you know, and the the kid's like, he sees a little the poster cut out of him, and he's like, um, oh my god! And he was like, what are you talking about? He did a great job in that movie, and he's like, that's supposed to be you, <laughs> like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, not you know Sylvester Stallone as the Terminator. Now that would have been an interesting Terminator, but no. I don't think it would have worked. You know, I don't think so either. Um, but he could have played the surgeon. Man, I don't know. Like, plus, uh, what surgeon has long hair? You're not supposed to have long hair. I don't think I've ever seen a surgeon with long hair. No, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to cut it down to uh, whatever because long hair gets in the way, you know, and stuff. So doctors all have to cut their hair. Um, they can't. And I found this out because one of my friends was supposed to be a nurse in a movie and she had a lip ring. You can't even have a lip ring being a nurse. You know, there's certain like things, you know, that you can't have you know, or whatever. I guess that's one job I can understand. Not having yeah, I would I would hate like for something to happen because somebody's hair got caught yep. in a, you know, whatever one of the you know, one of the things, and then it ruins the whole surgery, you know? So I I didn't understand unless they were having him have long hair as just because he was the villain. And I was just saying, he's a rebel. He don't give a shit. I mean, look at him. He's fucking killing people. Who cares if he's got long hair? That's the least of your worries with this fucking <laughs> Right? But, but... Right? <laughs> But if he were a surgeon, he wouldn't be able to have that. But he was not a surgeon at that moment. He was he was killing yeah. surgeon. No, it's killing everybody else, you know, or whatever. Um, now, I, I would I would be okay if they like remade this movie, you know, and stuff, just because, um, I I think it would be fine because like nowadays we have we can have the bigger budget for it. You know, so I think we could do. I mean, people could do a better job, but once again, if they did remake this, concentrate, focus on the surgeon because the movie's called The Surgeon and focus on his life and follow him around more. And uh, and then you can still get the little bit of the backstory. Um, what'd you think of James Remar? Which one was James Remar, and why don't I? Oh, okay. He was the he was the main love interest in the with the girl. Okay. He was the doctor that lived in a boat, I guess. Yeah. Like I know the character. Do I know him from other stuff? Yeah, he was in the Warriors. Oh shit! He was the one that said, "I'm gonna stick that bat so far up your ass, I'm gonna turn you into a popsicle." Why did I not realize that was the same person? Every time I see him, I know, like, I instantly know who he is. I know his face. I've uh, been a huge fan. He's also been, have you ever seen the movie The Girl Next Door? Oh, the, um... Alicia Cuthbert as a porn star or whatever. Um, He was the porn producer. Like, all I keep saying is not in a long time, but at least I've seen The Warriors more recently, but I've seen that. Well, it was, it came out in 2004, so... Actually, wow, that makes it 20 years old. That makes me feel old. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I remember that not long after it came out. 
Fucking love that movie. I don't remember that much about it. It's one of my favorite films of all time. So up there, like I'm one of my top that. twenty. What? Do for a rewatch for me. Yeah, it, it's a really funny movie, and it's it's basically risky business for another generation for millennials, you know, or whatever. Um, but I really loved it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, James Remar has like a small part but it's a I think you see him naked in that movie if I'm correct like I think you see his butt at least uh, in that movie Um, I don't know if I don't think he did that for this Um, though there was some nudity in this movie yes there was it kind of comes out of nowhere two scenes well one was like the top gun you know like I wanted it to have that the exact same music you know uh from Top Gun or whatever, because it just it had that thing where they tried to go like slow down the you know the stuff and and it'd be all romantic. There's fucking candles, and I'm like, where are they? So many fucking candles. It's so random. Where are they? I thought they were still in the hospital. No, no, because that was the girl and her boyfriend, right? And she was like a yeah. patient who like. Uh, so, so if they were still in the hospital, would be my guess. Who the fuck allowed them to put like a billion candles in that scene? And then logic is just out the fucking window. I'm sorry, but like I can't let these things slide because it's just, it's just so stupid. Because it doesn't, it doesn't matter for the film, you know. Like the rest of the film, like if once again, like just like the stuff I talked about earlier, if if it came back, like you know, if you have a song called Lollipop in the song and you mention it later, then you think it's gonna come back and it doesn't. It's like, what was the point of it? So if you see a bunch of candles and like nothing gets set on fire or there's nothing, oh, yeah, then what's really the point of it? Other than, right. Romantic, but man, all those fucking candles are over again. I know you didn't need that many, and and yeah. that's a fire hazard right there at a hospital. I in a hospital, yep. Yeah, like I don't think you can have light up candles in a hospital. I think I like that would just set off the like fire alarms or whatever, you know. There, um, but whatever. I, once again, Nick, you're right. Logic has to go out the window because you know, um. But yeah, they they had all his candles, and so you see a little bit of, little bit of titty, I think, in that, yeah. but not much. And then later, you see the other girl in a, the main girl in a uh, swimming pool, and that didn't make any sense to me. I feel like there was a scene or two missing, because like that may may have just been cut in the movie. You know, yeah, because the whole scene can like seems to kind of come out of nowhere. It comes out of nowhere, and on top of that, like right before then, she gone back to work, right? So there was no intercutting between there of her seeing the guy. Like they needed a scene where you see them together again, because all of a sudden they cut, and you're like, wait, how? Like how long has this been? Like has she already gone off work? You know, and it's so how far far off, you know, like it didn't yeah. make any sense. And then it was only there so that we could see a little bit of titty, and then that's it. And then, yeah, 
which is fine. I didn't mind. She was, I liked her. I thought she was cute, you know. Yeah. Um, but I other other than that, like there was no reason for it, and and I'm like, who takes their top off completely in a like a swimming pool? Like usually you have a you know bathing suit or something, you know. Like skinny it was dipping. skinny dipping in a pool though. Like that's usually like the ocean. Or yeah, that's yeah, so usually the ocean or lake. lake or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't skinny dip in a pool. Like that's just weird to me. Um. You know, but whatever. It was just a, it was just an excuse for nudity, and then, you know, so some of that stuff was just random to me. I don't know. Oh um, no, it definitely. I I can agree with that. So, what's your favorite part of this movie? I really like someone like the Kells, where he's got like the big. Who the hell was he coming when he put like the big syringe and like. I think the eye. Strange in the What's eye? That? Yeah. I think. I know what you're talking about. She liked a lot of the kills, though. Um, yeah. I think some of the kills like could have been like kind of off-screen. Like, I also like that scene with Millie, but it doesn't really show her kill. No. Just he just jumps on her. It's kind of disappointing, because there's a lot of lead-up to that, and I like that lead-up. I think she's a fun character. Oh yeah, at first she's like, oh no, oh no, I'm coming after you. Um, come back over here, doctor. <laughs> yeah. It's disappointing, like, it doesn't really show much. And what really, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but if there was a doctor that was murdering people originally, and then this lady says, I saw that guy, you report it. You know, like, you don't go, oh, she's just, you're just being silly you you know that wasn't the same doctor whatever you know like the nurse who did that is an idiot you know yeah um what a hundred percent so yeah i i absolutely so anyway um so yeah i liked i liked i liked i liked it because you saw it from like above and you're looking down so I knew he was up there, you know, or I had a feeling he was up there, you know, because of the angle originally. And I'm like, oh, no, he's watching her from up there. And then he says, Billy, you know, and she looks up and he's like, ah, <laughs> like, falls yeah, and it's cool. I just wish they showed a little bit more. But, I wish you know. they had showed him actually murdering her. Exactly. But that sounds terrible. <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, but you're watching a horror movie. You want that stuff. I know. I know. It just sounds terrible because I do actually like her. I think, you know, yeah. would, would have been funnier if she, like, fought back or something. And, you know. Exactly. And then, if there's a little more conflict. Yeah, Any she, conflict. There really isn't. No. He's able to just kind of come in and do whatever he wants whenever he wants. And it's kind of, it's kind of a sad thing on that because, I don't know. I, I felt like his the character of him as as a killer was kind of boring you know like i i just i i found him like he's no freddy he's no jason he's no dr giggle it's like they tried to give him personality but they didn't yeah hard if that even makes sense like they sort of tried but again like you said i think you gave him more if we knew more of his backstory like if 
I just feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities. Well, and they also gave him a cool, like, signature, like the lollipop. And yeah. he only did it once. I'm like, if he had just kept killing people in the hospital and then leaving the lollipops like, around, you know? Because right. the cool thing I liked about it was how he can easily come and go in a hospital because all he has to do is put a mask on and you don't know who he is. Yep, exactly. You know? I love so, that. Yeah. So, but I will, I, I got really furious at one scene and that was when he comes, he like kills the, the guard at the uh, other hospital, the prison hospital. And he goes on, he takes his, I guess he got his thumb or finger, which I'm like, did he know that they do like the thumb and finger in that particular hospital? Like, cause all hospitals are different. I don't know if they necessarily all do fingers and, and, and whatnot. Right. So he, he puts the finger in the guy, it goes, you know, lets him op open it, uh, open it up. Um, and then he comes up to the top of the stairs and that guard that's waiting for him, he can't get in. And so he, takes off his mask and I'm like do the guards not know what any of these guys look like any yeah, of the doctors blood. right they've seen these guys you would have thought they'd be like he took one if he had you would think he'd leave the mask on the whole time because that way nobody knows who he is that was made sense but then he takes his mask off and I was like what the no what this doesn't what was the what why like i didn't understand it at all it's just so weird i don't know i'm sorry like i i know you like this movie so i'm not trying to like bash on oh, it no i totally get it and again i liked it a lot more when i was younger i still definitely enjoyed it but it's definitely not as good as i remember but i still have a lot of love for it. i i but, can't i get that i mean Again, feel like there's missed opportunities, which is frustrating because it, you know there's so many good ideas, but I think they missed the market. Maybe that was the problem. They had too many ideas, you know, like yeah. too many characters that you don't really get a chance to get to know before. Like, I I wish once again, like because the beginning of the movie showcases Malcolm McDowell doing something with a was it a baboon or something? Yep. You know, and uh, the baboon dies, you know, and they're wondering why he died, you know, right? And so that becomes a whole big... What? At all. They don't really explore it at all. They mm -hmm. talk about it a little bit, but then it's just dropped. Well, they explain that the guy did it. That the, um, uh, that the guy, uh, the Julian had, was messing with with his experiments and stuff messing as a revenge, oh, yeah. I guess, you know, and they knew that. And that's why they put her as a, you know, basically suspended her for two days, which I was like, okay, so she's suspended for two days. And yet she goes back to like, back to the, to the job site and stuff, you know, when I'm like, you're not Scooby-Doo. Don't. <laughs> Stop with this shit. Like, honestly, what the reason they did that, they said the reason they got rid of her 
from their suspended her was to stop her from investigating everything so that they could because she's a big as they said or as she said she's a big pain in the ass she really is she's trying hard to like you know work with these people and she thinks everybody's kind of fucking up some way or another you know and um what's his name malcolm mcdowell wasn't fucking up at all you know like he was doing everything you know he was he was trying his experiments and then they weren't working because this guy was coming in and fucking them up you know like he killed that one girl that was under her um under his yeah supervision um which was probably one of the cooler you know i i wish they had gone the nightmare on street um five route where they really made her face pop up and like pop or something you know yeah that's been great but they didn't go that route they it just she just looked a little deformed i guess so neat and kind of creepy just like showing and put the needle in and it's spreading and stuff. It's kind of always creeped me out. Yeah. It, it, it's good. They could have went farther with it, but I, I still, I think that's a cool memorable movie too. It's probably, was that one of your favorites? Yeah, I would say. I mean, because there's really, I mean, other than, oh, we forgot to mention Charles dances in this movie. Speaking of last action hero, he is oh, the yeah. uh, Benedict in that, which great, great good character but he's fantastic in this movie um as the uh basically the big boss you know or whatever which i didn't recognize him at first you know i was like oh and then later i was like oh shit that's charles charles dance you know um game of thrones he's also on that show i don't know if you ever watched that or not but i haven't watched it he's uh a lot of great british actors are in that you know uh are in that show um but he's he's wonderful and uh always always a pleasure seeing Charles dance in something, you know. Um so I I liked him. I liked as I said, I like James Remar. Love Malcolm McDowell. Can't get enough of Malcolm McDowell, you know. Um did you who who's your least favorite character? Or was there one? I don't know. <laughs> you can't. Think I, of I don't really know if there is one. You know, um, I don't care if I really don't like. Yeah, I think the big problem with it is there are a lot of nurses and stuff, and you don't really get to know them much. Yeah, you know, a side character is that. Yeah. Um. Did you have a least favorite character? I kind of didn't care for the couple. You know that with the with the fire and shit, like the light, yeah. the candles and stuff. I can care less about them because, I mean, literally all they were were death fodder, and and you were supposed to know like that the uh, main girl actually liked them, or liked her. You know, like had a they seemed to have a little bit of a bond, right? Yeah, she was like talking to her about like, oh, marriage. Oh, are you married? And I'm like, oh, that's. That's exposition right there that they're trying to fill in. Oh, you're not married. So now we know that she can hook up with James Remar, you know, the yeah. whole time. I, you know, who, it's so funny. She brings him into this whole thing. And then at one point, she's almost going to tell him to like fuck off. But then she's sort of like, never mind, you know, let's go out, you know. Um, 
I, you know, I don't. She said something about canoeing, and we never see her canoe in the movie. So, like, another is, like loose end or, you know, something missed that goes opportunity. Nowhere. Yeah. That's what they could have been doing in, instead of the pool. They could have been in a canoe. That would make more sense. It would. They could have had a canoe in the pool. And then they could have gone skipping, skinny dipping. Yeah. It would have completely worked. I would have been okay with that. But the pool. It would have made more sense. Yeah. The pool was just like, let's there. put them in a pool. Nope. Where is this pool? What is going on? Why is this happening? I don't know. Uh, the movie has so many, yeah, loose ends. So many things that, like, never kind of get figured out. And I don't know if that was... Once again, I think a lot of it might be, like, maybe there was a bigger script originally. And they had and to they, cut it down. For their budget and whatnot. But obviously. they Well, they had so many, like, again... Good actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the budget was or anything. I mean, Apex put it out and definitely wasn't, you know, huge or not anything. Was, yeah, so this is more of an independent film, huh? Yeah. This is from the same company that put out, you know, Ice Cream Man and Jack Frost and uh, Werewolf. And... Oh, God. The werewolf that MST3K did? Yeah. The yeah. one with the lenticular cover. With a uh, car. Great movie. Did this, ha- did this have a lenticular cover? No, it didn't. <sighs> Bummer. But it has a great cover. I don't know if you know what the... I'm sure you've seen the one cover. Oh, yeah, I showed it before. Because it's got like the... You know... Uh, oh, I, yeah. No, I've seen that cover. I always love the cover art. Yeah, I've seen that cover before. And the first Jason, then Freddy, finally a professional. It's kind of a funny tagline. <laughs> see they they try to market it like that but yeah it wasn't that you know because no, it's they, not you know it would have been more okay so there's one other way i think it could have gone where he died and came back as sort of like a vengeful surging ghost kind now, of that would have been awesome actually yeah but with him being human, but then having like invincibility things, it 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 just wasn't fun, you know, um, to me like that. Like when when they're actually like Scream is about one of the only slashers that I love where the people are human, you know, kind of thing, like stuff because yeah. it's really hard to do a movie like like Chucky. Chucky's not human. You know, or not like well, he was once, but he is now a spirit and a doll. You know, a, whatever soul and a doll. You know, yeah. um, who's trying to get back into his human form? You know, but um, which makes we I think we talked about on Bride Bride of Chucky that makes no sense. He'd be bones by now. You know, there's yeah. no way his body is not preserved to go back in there. So what is he? What? is he always trying to do like you know uh now if he takes his soul and puts it into a human form that's different i think he's tried that before with like the little kid he's trying yeah to get makes more sense but at bride of chucky when we watched that he was trying to go back to his grave and everything i'm like what are you doing like you're both man there's no way that 
you know, you'd be able to go back to your your own your original body, you know. Um but anyway, um but like that makes that makes sense for that series of films. This movie it would have been cooler had it been a ghost or a spirit or a um something, you know, um maybe die like I would have been okay with one of those things where he died and then he was even a little older, you know, and everything or whatever. Now he's killing people older, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, as a surgeon, because, you know, maybe he died in surgery, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that would be cool. See, and now we're making our own surgeon movie, yeah. you know. Which we need more killer doctor movies or whatever medical. There you go. We'll we'll go yeah. make a new medical horror together. We'll write we'll write something and Apex will put it out. I wish Apex was still around. Uh, I was joking because I know like I know they're gone, but it's I it's know. sad. But uh, I still win. Well, Vestron kind of came back. I mean, yeah, they are putting stuff out. I don't know if they're gonna be making anything new. But they're still they putting their old movies out on on uh, Blu-ray, so I wonder. Great. Um, and I like I'm surprised this hasn't gotten a uh like a Vinegar Syndrome or um Arrow release or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this has nothing. The VHS and I think there was a DVD, but it's not really known or seen. I guess that I saw I it on YouTube. Here, yeah. Um. And the beautiful, beautiful thing about YouTube is if it's a movie that they don't, people don't have the rights to, and they just put up, I know it's not going to have commercials because you can't, you can't, they can't try to get money off of something that they don't have the rights to. So I know. What? No, I, I never even thought of that. Like, you know, realized that. Yeah. When you put on, well, yeah. they're not supposed to do that, you know. That's yeah, makes you sense. know, um, yeah. So when they do do it, yeah, monetize it. Yeah, they can't monetize it because they can't make money off of it. It's like you can't. You're not really supposed to monetize your fan films and stuff, you know, on YouTube. You can get in yeah. some serious trouble with that because if you make money off of it, make a profit off of it, you're stealing from um, the yeah. companies that. Um, and I still, I'm still kind of like, I, I don't like fan films much, you know, anymore. Like I'm kind of, I'm not anti them, but I'm not exactly pro them because I, I feel like, especially when they make features, you know, feature film, like if you make a little short, that's fine. Especially if you didn't have a lot of money, you just kind of made a little short. But if you like make a feature film, like why make a feature film when, of like of a fan film when you could do uh your, your own slasher? what come up with your own slasher movie or yeah like Something your own Friday the 13th ripoff that's fine yeah. you know i'm okay with that but like the rest is just bullshit so I i'm tired i'm you're, tired of it but funny to but make you can make a own. surgeon fan film I'd be down with that, you know, because ah. nobody else is going to probably. <laughs> I don't think so. They might make Doctor Giggles. They might make the dentist because the dentist even had a dentist too, which we haven't done. When one day we'll do the dentist too. Um, 
Which is that is that not as good as the first one or what? I mean, I'm not gonna say it's as good, but it's still great. I would call them like equals, but the first is always gonna be my favorite. But I love part two. I think it's great. So you think someday I should do a double feature, just watch them both back to back? Yeah. I have them both on uh Blu-ray. The what? cover, the original cover to part two is still probably one of my favorite VHS covers of all time. Once again, this should have, it should get one. So Vinegar Syndrome or, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as to say Criterion, but Vinegar Syndrome or, um, well, Vinegar Syndrome put out Ice Cream Man and Jack Frost, so they put out Apex movies. Yeah. Or MVD. What? MVD could put the surgeon out. Yeah, MVD would be good too. They put out Jack Frost 1 and 2 as well. Nice. So MVD or Vinegar Syndrome. I don't know. Vinegar Syndrome is kind of going through a weird phase right now. You know, like some of the titles, I'm like, that doesn't feel like Vinegar Syndrome, you know? But, yeah. uh, but then they'll put ones that do. Like, like, I bought Sidekicks on 4K. That's not... Wait, that's not Vinegar Syndrome, is it? Yeah, they put out... They put it out in the Yes, they did. The Jesus. So, but it's so weird. It doesn't seem like a Vinegar Syndrome They type. put out Showgirls. They just put out Existence. Yep, Existence, yeah. So um, I actually picked up. Did you? I, I, I had never it. seen it, but I like Cronenberg, and I was just like, I'm just going to go for it, because I'm sure I'll enjoy it. And I don't regret it because it was a great movie. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because, like, yeah, Cronenberg is one of the few directors that I'll probably buy all the 4Ks at some point for because I can't, you know, um, I can't, you know, not buy something. Like, from his, his stuff's all always visual, you know? So, um, but yeah, uh, this movie was okay. It should have been better. Kind of, I was a little, a little disappointed because I wanted, I wanted more backstory on the killer, uh, and I wanted him more in it. Like when when the two main leads are like listed first, and the killer is third, and I was like, oh, so one of them is the surgeon. Well, they're all surgeons, but they're not. Neither That's... of those are the surgeon, the one that this is supposed to be about. You know, so. I don't know. And then Peter Boyle was was good, but he was sort of I mean, the whole cop stuff seemed underutilized like they, they kind of threw it in there. Yeah. Plus where where was he doing all his experiments like with the with Charles Dance and then later on with the girl and everything and how did they did they find that place then why didn't they like have cops on that thing like all the time you know like no that's a good question actually right because like you see it again and she's like in the same operating chair or whatever and i'm like wait a minute so i didn't even think that somehow because yeah, yeah. why didn't you think of it do you think I don't know, but why wouldn't you think, I mean, why wouldn't they have found that place sooner? They did, because they found the, they found the, um, 
Dr. Death. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I want that. Sorry. Yeah, but they found the Dr. Death because they said, you know, oh, I forgot the doctor's name. He had a weird name, uh, Charles Dance's character. But they said he's dead. And then she's like, oh, I'm next. And they're like, why would you be next? And she gives the whole backstory for us all, you know, that and everything, how they sort you know, that she brought him in and all this other stuff. But like that means they found his body unless he literally picked up Charles Dance and brought him somewhere, which I don't think he did, you know. They found that place. They found that that hideaway spot. Yeah. Which would mean like if you knew this is where the killer comes and you, does his experiments, yeah, you'd have at least one guard down there, like checking up on the place and everything, but hopefully a shotgun, you know. Um, so I don't know. It was that that really kind of when I saw her again, I'm like, why why did it take forever for the cops to get down there? You know? Like they should have been like, Oh shit, she's missing and we you know, know where she is. They should. And that scene went on for way too long. Like, yeah, that's another problem. This movie is 100 minutes and it should be 84. It should have been, yeah, 84, 80. Even though they have so yeah. many ideas, it's not. there's so much unnecessary stuff. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If you're going to make it 100 minutes, make it 100 good fucking minutes. Don't, yeah. don't give us padding that just goes on and on like get to the point you know this is a you know no pun intended with knives but you know get to the point um it, it needs to have scenes that are that make sense you know and stuff not stuff that like just keeps going on and on and i'm like come on kill her already or not you know it almost like, makes me wonder if there's like a better cut out there you know once again no pun intended. See, we're just doing all these knife puns, like cut, point, whatever. You know, especially with coming with uh, the surgeon. He cuts. Exactly. He, he's, you know, he has points. I don't know. Whatever. It was, <laughs> it was so bad um, in a way. But like I said, well, it, it loses points for a lot of that stuff. I mean, generally speaking, um, would I watch this again? Yes, in a heartbeat. You know, not not like tomorrow or anything, but I I would definitely watch this again, especially if it got like a uh, Blu-ray release and it got cleaned up because the cut I saw on uh uh on YouTube did not look good. It looked like it was probably ripped from a VHS. You know, it probably was like the Blu-ray part or not blurry black and white part of it in the beginning, I thought that was a mess up. And I was like, oh shit, is the whole movie like in black and white because they were afraid to get color? And then you saw some of the color stuff and I'm like, okay, so there is color in this movie, you know, and stuff. So, um, but then you watch the movie and then you're like, you know, the rest of it just looked, eh, yeah, you know, and, um, I think there's a better, there should be a better cut out there somewhere. Um, I'm yeah. hoping Vinegar Syndrome cleans it up, puts it out, gives it an audio. Uh, they can't, unfortunately, the director, I think, uh, I, I don't want to say something that I'm wrong about, but Carl Schenkel 
died in 2003, sadly, at the age of 55. So that's kind of sucky. Um, uh, heart failure too at the age of 55. Oh. Damn, that's that feels like too young, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Um, he made his directorial debut under the name Carlo Umbra. So, um, but he was uh. He was a second unit uh, director and assistant director for most of his career, um, making some weird ass movies. Is he like from somewhere else? Because his name's Carl Schinkel. I'm wondering if he's from, like he he's in a movie that looks like it might be German or something. So I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, he had directed like 19 films and one of his uh, films is called Dracula Blows His Cool. Now that sounds amazing. Yeah, I kind of want to find that. I bet I can find it on YouTube. Um, I found it on DVD, but they're like 20 something bucks and I'm very weird about buying movies that I mean, I guess it's not very like it's not in print, you know, like it's not a movie yeah. that is very well known or anything so maybe worth it you know someday but it says the descendant of the famous vampire dracula gets a job as a photographer shooting beautiful fashion models at the family estate that sounds very interesting sounds kind <laughs> of fun and a horror like supernatural horror comedy kind of thing um yeah and then he did a movie called strike back and uh, this looks like it might be German because originally it was called Cult Y Ice. Yeah, that sounds German. <laughs> sounds German to me. It uh, sounds like you did a good job of pronouncing that. I hope so, because if not, you know, the, <laughs> our German listeners will be upset at me, I guess. You know, it's weird because you look at like you can look at um on uh YouTube or on um podbean itself and you can find who's listening and it's always weird to me like what foreign countries are listening to my podcast you know oh, I'm so sure. if, if i have some dutch listeners or some german listeners i love you all um thank you for listening um they might be interested in this because it's directed by a guy who obviously um german um he did a movie before this called night moves you ever heard of that one Sounds familiar. Yeah, on a, yeah, it sounds familiar to me too, but it might just be a familiar type. Night with a K. Night moves. So wow. it's a, during a chess tournament, Grandmaster Peter, uh, a Grandmaster Peter is suspected of murdering Debbie after sex. He helps the police as the murders continue. What? So he's a so okay. So he's he was a suspect at first, and then. He's helping with the the case or whatever, and I'm, I'm guessing the case involves chess in some way or another. Uh, um, night moves. Uh, he also directed a couple, a few episodes of uh, the Hitchhiker TV show. I didn't even know they had. Uh, I didn't even know they had a Hitchhiker TV show. Yeah, I've heard about it, but I've never seen. And the last one I, I've heard of is a movie called The Mighty Quinn. I've never heard of that. Starring Denzel Washington. So this director got to work with Denzel Washington, Robert Townsend, Mimi Rogers, M Emmett Walsh. Like, that's a big 
amazing cast right there. So, oh, well, there you go. So, Carl Schinkel, man, like, watch some he, of those other stuff. I know. So, I hate to say it, they sound better. Even Dracula <laughs> blows his cool sounds a little that better. Sounds than... like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. So I would. I, I if I can find that at some point, I'll probably do it for Indie Film Cafe. If I can find it online or something, I'll do it with you. Yeah, and Paul or something. And you know, I think Paul Paul loves Dracula movies. Um, I don't know if you ever watched a movie called Die Hard Dracula. No, sounds like Dracula, you know, meets Die Hard. You know, but it's not. It's just that's just the title. You know, so it's and it has Dracula in it, but it's rid- ridiculous. Um, it has a flying coffin though. It's like shoots out and flies. Cool. Yeah, so there's a couple cool things in it, but aside from that, it's not very. It's a pretty bad movie. Um, <laughs> was it better than this? No, this movie is probably better than that. Um, I mean, because this movie they they really tried. It's just, I think the problem with it was like we said, there's just too much stuff that they should have put in it and instead they put some of the other crap in it that didn't really work for it but you know who am i to judge you know like i'm i'm like i'm not a journalist or anything i just do this for fun you know so take whatever i say with the greatest salt if you guys love the surgeon and you're mad because i'm giving you good reasons why (laughs) This doesn't work, but you still like ah suspension of disbelief. I'm like all right, enjoy it. I like I said, I watch. I definitely watch it again. I, I, I liked the characters enough, um, but throughout, you know, like had I not been doing a review of this movie and I was just turning the surgeon on, I might have turned it off, you know, after a while because it kind of starts out a little slow. You know, it does. And everything. So, um, it but it gets it gets better, and there's some cool kills, and it it just I I wish the character had been more developed. Yeah, but I wish all the characters had been more developed. You know, um, and you know what? If there's ever a sequel, that girl better go get in a canoe with the other guy. You know, because you know you're gonna bring that up and never use it. You're you're just a asshole. Now's the time to make a sequel. <laughs> I mean, I think here's here's the thing. Here's my take on stuff. Um, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong or whatever. But I think what most people do is they do a reboot instead of if it's been so long. So this oh yeah, been, I mean I'm totally kidding. Who the hell almost, would what who would who would green light who a the sequel? Hell would, like be looking for a sequel to the surgeon. No offense. You, a you reboot, saw... remake, maybe, but no one's nobody's. Yeah, nobody like you bring this up to most people, and they'd be like, "The surgeon, what?" what? <laughs> like I never knew of it. Like you, you, you mentioned. It, I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I looked at the IMDb, and I was like, "Oh, what a great cast!" Like I, <laughs> I I've never once like, especially when I have somebody on the show. I don't think there's been ever uh, a time that I've said, no, we can't review that. You know, if you pick it, I'll watch it. You know, exactly. Um, Paul has turned me down on a few. 
you know. Um, because it's your pick. Yeah. (laughs) Generally speaking, you're supposed to, you're supposed to just go with it, but, uh, you know, um, whatever. Um, he, he wouldn't like this movie. I don't think he, yeah. Once again, the, the cop stuff, especially he would be like, no, that's not how they do this stuff. He did not like the movie shredder. You know, love shredder. I had a feeling you did, but he hated it. I have so, a great clip of him uh, that I just put up today of him like on TikTok with him like uh, talking about Shredder and him just saying boo. Yeah, it's it's goofy fun. I mean, I want to get the Blu-ray at some point of it. I think there's yeah, a Blu-ray out there. The, I have the DVD somewhere. Yeah, I have the DVD and I mean, it looked okay, but I better uh, better look better on Blu-ray. Um, yeah, we made an upgrade. It's been a while. Yeah, Scott Weiner, man. Uh, whatever happened to that guy other than being on Fuller House? I have no idea. I know he was Aladdin, so maybe still does stuff with Disney. I guess Who so. Knows? Who knows? You know, um... But yeah, I uh, uh yeah. He, if he didn't like Shredder, he would hate this movie. Yeah, um, that's not even a. This movie's not even a slasher film. I don't think. Not really. like, it's like a thriller. It's not. I wouldn't even know. Like horror thriller go together, but this has more of like a just straight. Thriller. It has a horror elements to it, though. You know, especially yeah. with the invincibility stuff and and whatnot. But I could see like thriller. It's a you know, a lot of times they say thriller just so they can get an Academy Award. Like Silence of the Lambs is a horror film. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, that that's a fucking horror film. Oh, no, it's a thriller. No. Horror and thriller go hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. You know, Rosemary's Baby, horror film, not thriller. But because they win Academy Awards and stuff, the Academy does not like horror films. You know, which is stupid, by the way. Well, my my hope, my my hope, is that in a few years that'll change. And I hope so. Horror only is so because, big yeah, horror's really big. Um, and the thing about horror films, um, is you know, it's it's a young young person's thing. You know, like older people don't like it, but it as much. You know, like, um, you and you have to really be into it when you're younger, and stuff, and and continue to be into it. But uh, I think a lot of the stuffy, stuffy people in uh at the academy are gonna are gonna change. You know, yeah, things are yeah. gonna start changing over, and at some point, uh, horror will be like more, you know, uh, accepted. Um, the problem is a lot of the horror films, even if they're good horror films, they're not going to win the best picture just because they're just not the greatest movie, you know, um, like Megan wouldn't win a best picture uh, or best director or best writer, you know, like they're just, they're good movies, but they're just not up to that par. Um, but if there's another movie like Rosemary's Baby, where it's really well done, really well directed, really well produced, and it's uh, you know, and it's horror, you know, 
that'll win that'll start getting a, attention at the academy but probably still won't go up for like best picture you know um i don't know if this movie would go this movie wouldn't go up anywhere on those things when i'm maybe a razzie you know a razzie yeah <laughs> i can see do they still do those i think so but i don't really follow it i remember they're gonna do one for like the bruce willis stuff until they realized that bruce willis was actually sick you know yeah and everything and then they felt terrible so they took it away you know yeah so there you go all right everybody um is there any more did you have anything else you wanted to mention about this? Uh, not too much, no. I On the VHS, they have like a little promo at the end. Now, wait, the version you watched, did they talk during the end credits? Like, No. It's oh just... yeah, on the VHS, like, it's got the Apex guy talking. Just... They just have music at the end. Yeah, no. The VHS, like the Apex, whatever, guy talks, and then there's a little promo at the end, which is really fun, where he talks about Oh, you can get this like surgeon um scrub. It's like a official and I wish I could get this shit. It's like a scrub scrubs, but it says the surgeon on it and whatever. It's like a promo. And then I they wonder... talk about how there's like a syringe pen from the surgeon and a poster, which you could all get for like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks plus shipping. It's like, man, I wish I had this deal now. And then they mm-hmm. talk about ice cream man and I, I, it was a cool old promo at the end. Do you know what uh, this movie is also titled? No. Exquisite Tenderness. What? So it makes sense because they mentioned that that was his thesis title was Exquisite Tenderness and stuff. But like it makes no sense for the actual movie title. It just makes it sound like it's like a uh, I don't know. Like I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to do with the movie that said exquisite tenderness. I'd be I like, probably wouldn't have rented it. I <laughs> rent the surgeon. You'd rent cool the surgeon because it says the surgeon, and that sounds. But if I was a kid and it was called ex- exquisite tenderness, I probably would have passed. Yeah. Interesting. Um. So what was it like? Scrub. Um. Yeah, they had like a official this surgeon scrubs. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was like cool that they had all this promo stuff. They they I, always had cool stuff. Yeah. Like the actual like the the OR scrubs, like the yeah. costume. Oh. Oh. Well, on it. well, it's funny cuz Spirit sells surgeon scrubs, but like they're probably just regular, you know. Yeah, they're just regular. Scrubs. Yeah, they're regular scrubs. But... We can use it when we make the sequel and reboot, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Does spirit could spirit sue you for using their, you know, their one? I would rather just make my own, like you know, get somebody to make surgeons the surgeon scrubs. I mean, they're they're kind of. This doesn't sound like they cost a lot to make, you know. I want them so. Maybe a few, maybe 50 bucks or something, you know, for a good costume. But, you know, yeah. uh, with the mask and with the thing on the head and everything, you can't see who the person is or whatever. 
that would be fun. Like I would be down with writing that. I don't know if I'd be, I wouldn't direct it, you know, not, not that I would just write it. Um, and I don't think I'd want to produce it myself because that just takes away from all my other projects, <laughs> but I would definitely write it and have somebody else produce it. And, and, you direct it you know i think you would have blast directing you could do a killer doctor movie sometime so problem is like (laughs) problem is you'd have to get a hospital and yeah that's that's a big production design actually interestingly enough we have a hospital but um over where paul works but um and it's abandoned hospital like nobody uses it anymore Problem is, you'd have to pay a lot of money for like insurance policies for that place because somebody gets hurt or yeah, whatever. Don't think they die, but if they got hurt, you know, inside the hospital, um, because it's not a working hospital, you'd have to pay more money. So there you go. But I could, you know, I tell you, man, it's a great, it's a great place. You know, it's big too. It's a huge hospital, so. You know, awesome. um, we went inside it um, when we first were at the studio that we have because it's right across from the studio. Wow. So um, we were looking for chairs and stuff, you know, free chairs. And there were like a million, you know, <laughs> that they weren't using. We had to make sure the ones that weren't like infected with shit or something, you know. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So I was just like... And I was all afraid that there might be a ghost in that place, and I think there probably is. That'd be awesome, you know. So I'd be down. I'd be down with maybe I'd be down with producing it if we if we could find out how much the uh, how much it would cost to rent out that uh, hospital, you know, and yeah. shit, you know. Um, I I I could see you doing Indiegogo for your your surgeon your your you know because you love these kind of things. These are like your favorite is the uh what do you call them like the medical yeah medical horror medical horror films you know? sharks and medical horror <laughs> you could put them two and two together a shark Stop medical that. horror film there we go <laughs> dr <laughs> shark after shark dr shark i'd, I'd watch that you know who wouldn't you know he comes in and you know, and then he's working fine. Everything's great. He's doing a great job. That doctor shark. But then he's, then he starts getting the the taste for human flesh and uh, hungry. Yeah, he's hungry. You know, chomp chomp. You know. <laughs> oh man, I think we're I think we're getting to that time because we're starting to get a little delirious and talking about I think so. about sharks that are uh, doing medical wow. shit. <laughs> um. But anyway, thank you guys so much for checking us out. I will let you guys know what we're doing next month. So I'll let you know what we're doing. You don't even know what we're doing next month. No, I don't. We're going to be doing popcorn. Oh, well, I don't know. You own it or you don't? Oh, I have the VHS autographed by um, Phil Sholem. Ooh. And Fancy and the Schmancy. That, um, send that. Synapse put out. I just got that actually, so that's why I decided to do it. And I think Michael McGlynn may be joining us. Um, everybody nice. loves it, so like it was, it's hard to like. I, I want to be like everybody, come join us, you know, or whatever. But 
you know, you can't have like 10 people on a show. It'd just be too much. You know, you can. Yeah. As, I, long I as, I'm... as long as you're on it, that's all that matters. <laughs> you're my co-host. Um, yeah. I... I was very happy that uh, Rebecca and I got a eighties horror done. And uh, so, but we don't have a plan for the next one. of that. So, I mean, it will be mine. So I have no idea what I want to do necessarily, but yeah, she, um, she's like kind of like, if she's able to make it, she'll make it. If she can't, she can't. And you know how busy she is. Um, exactly. You were even saying you were shocked when I told you. <laughs> when I, I told know, you, you know, I'm like, oh my god, Rebecca's back, and she <laughs> said, if anyone is allowed to replace her on '80s horror films, it's Maddie. Aww, that's what she said to me. I think she said it literally on the show. <laughs> so there you go, proof. So nice. You know, yeah. Um, she's she's wonderful. I'm very glad we were able to get one episode back. So there's an '80s horror films first, then there's gonna be '90s and. Eventually, I'm going to get, like, all the other shows back going, you know. You know, right now, it's the brand new year. It's 2024. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. Are you excited? Like, we have so much cool stuff happening, so. Definitely. Um, but anyway, everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Join us next week, where we're going to be talking about popcorn, because I've been dying to do this movie. I wanted to buy it on Blu-ray before i did it and uh and now i have the beautiful blu-ray and i it was basically a christmas present so i'm just Worth myself you know so definitely my favorite so if you guys ever get a chance to check it out please do until then everybody bye bye thank you